It's a hard reality to know you're getting older, but we all have to go through it, and with it comes aches and pains with every single step, it seems like. But the good part is the pains are fixable if you take the time to stop by Titan MRI. There's lots of us out there that think we can handle the pain or it'll eventually go away, but what you may not realize, you could be ruining yourself for many years to come. So if you're just scared, don't be. Go see Joe and the crew at Titan MRI. Their entire mindset is finding out what you need to feel better, and the process is as easy as walking into the swamp and smiling. With an average scan time of just 10 to 15 minutes, you can knock it out on your lunch break before the boss even knows you're gone. Titan MRI is the only locally owned and operated MRI center in town, and their staff has more than 20 years of experience in the Gainesville community. And if you're worried about not having insurance, don't be. That's never a problem at Titan MRI. And they'll even have your scan read same day. So tell your doctor, refer you to Titan MRI or call them at 672-6644 today. Inside the huddle is on the air. Former Gators QB Shane Matthews and the Dean of Sports Talk Steve Russell and Hall of Famer Steve Spurrier are mic'd up and ready to break the huddle. You asked for it, you got it. Inside the huddle is brought to you by Titan MRI, Silverback Concrete, and QC Kinetics. The ball is loose on the ground, and the Gators have it. Let's join Shane, Steve, and the HBC right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Welcome into another edition of Inside the Huddle. Always a pleasure to talk football with you. Sam Potosis, our producer, alongside the Gator QB, Shane Matthews, and the head ball coach, Steve Spurrier. I'm Steve Russell. Thank you for making time in your busy day to join us as we talk Gators and college football The Gators now in the bye week, and I would imagine pretty good time to be in a bye week. But, Shane, I know I've heard you say this. I've heard other players say this. As a player, it's never good to go into a bye week after a loss, is it? (laughs) No. uh, I don't don't think coaches enjoy it either. It's uh, it's miserable, especially as a player, if you lose uh, just that taste in your mouth and you have to wait two weeks till you get back out there and play again. Yeah, usually uh, a bunch of our guys on the bye week, they'd go back, watch their high school game on Friday night. And, of course, if we're winning, which I think we were, <laughs> everyone before the bye week, uh, you know, they could sort of strut around, all the coaches, hey, how you doing? Everybody's happy. Uh, but you get your butt beat like we did. Uh, I don't know how many high school games a lot of these former players will go to. And they may. But, uh, anyway, it's, it's a lot more comfortable and more fun if you won the game, certainly. Uh, if you want to give us a call here on the uh, the, uh, the Campus USA phone line, 392-8255. That's 392-8255. You can talk to either Shane or to Coach Spurrier. It's hard to believe that Florida is 3-14 and 14 in its last 17 SEC games. Coach, I don't know how many games you lost, uh, but I don't you know what most of that. I was looking at something the other day. Uh, of course, Shane, first two years we lost one game, SEC game. And uh, if you skip 92, that was a, a year we had a bunch of youngsters. But anyway, and then the 93 through 96, so those six years, those six years we lost three SEC games in six, those six years Jeez. and won 47. Now, we had a bunch of guys that believed we're supposed to win, attitude, effort, and all that, leadership, I mean. Shane, Danny Warfel, Terry Dean did a good job in those games too. He uh, so we had three quarterbacks that provided leadership and the defensive guys, you know, from Lawrence Wright to uh, Jerry Odom, all those guys. So uh, it was uh, it's a different day now. I don't know what this NIL does to all teams, but it can uh, when one guy's making maybe all the money somewhere, or the other uh, maybe there is some friction. I don't know. But uh, anyway, uh, when, when I look back, I, I realize how fortunate I was to, to have the teams uh, that we had here at Florida. Let's do our Play of the Week, brought to you by Campus USA Credit Union. Put some star power to work in your financial life with Campus USA Credit Union. Play of the Week, Shane. My Play of the Week goes to the Alabama-Tennessee game. You know, with Alabama up seven, Tennessee throws that interception in the end zone that Kool-Aid runs back. And he's running back, and he's already run about 30 yards. Then the flag comes out. And that, that probably would have sealed the victory for Alabama, but Tennessee ends up scoring, and mm-hmm. we know what happens from there. 
Play of the week, I think it was that knuckleball field goal that the Tennessee yeah. kid kicked. Uh, when he hit it, you know, it came out end over end. I said, well, they blocked it. But then it carried uh, just just over the uh, the goalpost there, and, and they were winners. But uh, anyway, uh, I thought it was sort of neat to Tennessee finally beat Alabama. Somebody said, are you pulling for Tennessee? And I said, well, of course I am. I'm from Tennessee. <laughs> I, you know, I pulled for Florida and South Carolina. But after that, uh, it's my home state and all that. And they'd lost 15 in a row. You know, it's good to have a, a, a new team in there. And you got to give Josh Heupel a lot of credit, uh, not only for the attitude and the camaraderie on that Tennessee team, uh, but his offense. It is a little bit above everybody else, I think, right now in the country. So give him credit. I, I got a question for Coach. Let's just say, Coach, you were, you were coaching at Tennessee and, and you won that game. I know how you feel about smoke. Would you light up a cigar? I don't think I would have lit it up, but I'd chomped on it because uh, that's what the Alabama coaches used to do every time they beat uh, yeah. Tennessee. Uh, but uh, I might have taken one puff and blow it out or something. But that was, uh, yeah, just about uh, those Tennessee fans. They loved the cigar thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I tell you what, I wish I owned a cigar store oh, yeah. in Knoxville. Oh, right? yeah. hundred thousand of them. Uh, yeah. Uh, let's go to our campus US, uh, campus USA phone line. Greg is there. Hi, Greg. Hey, Coach and Steve and Shane, just mm -hmm. a quick question on for Shane particularly and, and Coach Spurrier. It's just the speed sweeps and what we used to call reverses back in the day. Coach Spurrier, you would run one, and you even had it where the reverse guy coming across would actually even throw it. And I was just wondering, I'll listen off air, has this OP, RPO offense ruined kind of the speed sweeps and, more importantly, the reverses? I thought they were great against fast teams like FSU they could really you know set them back you know they'd all go one way and then the, here comes the reverse but my question is simply are the RPOs ruining some of the older offenses like reverses speed tweets like that and I'll listen off air and go Gators thank you I don't think it's ruining anything uh, that, that's two different types of plays mm -hmm. we, we've run I know we've run one reverse to Ricky Pearsall I think against Eastern Washington maybe one other We've run the speed sweep, jet sweep whatever you want to call it out of the gun several times we ran it to mm -hmm. uh, Xavier Henderson we just ran it a little different back in the day. It was from under center. Um, so I don't, I don't think it's changing football or anything like that. Yeah, our sweeps, uh, quarterback was under center, toss, fullback, leading, and then uh, occasionally we'd fake that reverse, and then occasionally we'd flip it to uh, um, the one that comes to mind was Quezzy Green against uh, actually Ole Miss in 95, I think it was, and uh, he went about 50 yards for a touchdown. But uh, – Underneath, uh, very few teams are underneath anymore, which uh, mm. I, 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 I still think there's a place for underneath and shotgun, but uh, very few uh, get under center anymore. Yeah, and, and those kinds of plays don't get run a lot. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They're not something you run six, seven times in a game. You might run them a couple times, but um, you don't run them a whole lot. Mm -hmm. Let's get uh, Adam here. Adam, hello. Hey, guys, thank you for the show today. Um, my, my question is for the head ball coach. Um, coach, with you uh, being in tune with what's going on with this team and how, how the, the defense, especially the third down defense, were last in the country right now, 131st, certainly last in SEC, mm. it took Shane Beamer's team, this is the last home game we're going to play, South Carolina against the Gators. If you were coaching Shane Beamer's guys that he's got which probably is a lower talent composite than what the gators have could you run this team out of the building i'll take it off there thank you steve okay <laughs> well first of all i'm not around the gator football team much at all uh that's not my position i'm like the ambassador i shake hands with people that pay seven or eight hundred dollars to the collectible and take a picture with them occasionally. <laughs> That's what ambassadors do, right, Shane? So I'm not uh, I'm not involved in uh, the uh, the offense, and I shouldn't be. Uh, we got coaches that make a lot more money than any coaches that ever been here, so they know what they're doing, and uh, they they don't need me in there telling them here's what I would do. But uh, anyway, uh, hopefully we we can start doing something different. In fact, I'm gonna I'm gonna draw up a defense here when we come to the board time. Uh, that we went to uh, when I was coaching at Duke right before I, I came to Florida. And I can assure you, if we hadn't changed our defense to an eight, nine-man front, I would never have been the Florida coach. Really? Well, we were one and three. Yeah. And I came in with my defensive coach and said, fellas, what we're doing ain't working at all. So here's what we're going to do. 
if we can get everybody up there and just make them punt three times a game, we, we can win because we had an offense that could stay on the field, throw, catch, run. We uh, led the conference in total offense. Uh, actually, every year I was up there, but our defense was just, we were just light. We just couldn't. So once we got eight, nine guys up there, they had to f- try to throw. And most teams back then could not throw the ball very well. So uh, sometimes you got to change what you're doing if it's not working. So hopefully, hopefully we'll do that. Uh, we'll do that once the break comes and they can analyze. That's the new word all over the country. Let's analyze what we've been doing and, and then make some changes when necessary. All right, we're going to call here. Uh, Jim, hello. Mm-hmm. Hey, Coach, I was wondering, uh, I heard you say the other day you were going back to San Francisco for a reunion with the 49ers. And I was just wondering if there's any particular players that you look forward to seeing from back in your day and uh, if John Brody was still around. And Yeah, Brody, uh, I think three years ago I went to uh, a reunion. They have one every year, and they sort of honor the team uh, from 50 years ago. So I, I, the one year I played out there a lot was 72, 50 years ago. Uh, and there'll be uh, oh, there'll be probably eight or ten guys from that team back, maybe maybe a few more. And then, of course, a lot of guys that played there in the 80s, 90s, 2000s, whatever, uh, they'll be around also. But, uh, yeah, unfortunately, uh, a lot of my buddies from back in those days are, are no longer with us. Uh, but uh, it'll be good to see a, a few of those guys, yeah. What about what about George Myers? He's still around. You know, George was only out there one year, and then he got traded to Philadelphia. I want to say, and I became the uh, official number two backup guy. We had two backups the first year I was there. Uh, I think George's probably still down in Miami somewhere. I haven't heard much from him lately. Yeah, when I was a kid, I was a big fan of his and yours too. But uh, he was a little bit older, I think, and he could he could really scramble back there and. Yeah, he could. I mm-hmm. beat the Packers one time. So what about uh, Joe Montana? Do you you know him? Uh, just a little bit. Uh, I don't think he came the last time, but he may come this time. I look forward to talking to him if he's out there. Jim, thank you for your call. Appreciate it. Uh, Boxing Jim is next. Hello. Hey, Steve, Coach, and Shane. Uh, Shane, last week uh, when I talked to you and uh, Steve, uh, Steve Russell, that is, uh, same question, uh, because I, I, I was at the game Saturday night, and I, I feel embarrassed for our defense uh, that cannot cover a receiver. And I asked you last week, and you said uh, the reason was uh, that uh, the defense wasn't listening to the coaches. So I didn't say that. <laughs> you, somebody else told you that. That wasn't yeah, me. I, I, I know Shane wouldn't say that. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I – well, I've got pretty good hearing, and I'm sure Shane no. has something to that effect. No, that, no. Uh, and, and I'm just going to uh, chime in. I have zero problem with the way our corners are playing. They had good coverage the other night. We we, we got to pressure the quarterback. Quarterback has way much too much time. doesn't matter who's covering. If you have time to throw the football, you're going to throw it on anybody. Uh, but I did not say they ain't listening to their coach. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay, Jim, thank you. We've got to hold off on the calls here. We've got uh, some segments to go through here. Questions of the Week brought to you by Davis Chevrolet, your premier North Central Florida dealer, Chevrolet, Mazda, and Cadillac. You can send your questions to questions at gatorshows.com. Mm-hmm. We've got to roll through these guys. Right. Uh, Tiana in Gainesville, 48 combined points in the first half. Should this game be nicknamed the No Defense Bowl? Was this the new SEC? A lot of people are scoring a lot of points across the country. Mm-hmm. Chloe in Gainesville, LSU scored in its first seven possessions. Our defense was non-existent. With a bye, should we expect some personnel or coaching changes? Uh, well, let's hope so. Uh, you know, our defense is struggling. So when it's not working, you got to try something else. Try new guys. Try a new scheme. Try something. Can't can't get much worse. <laughs> so yeah, I, I think we'll see some different things happen. Daryl in Gainesville, Tennessee beats Bama now in the top four. Are they deserving of making the playoffs? Well, as of right now, yes. Yeah. I mean, they still could eat. they could lose a couple of games and be knocked out. Mm-hmm. Tommy in Jacksonville, clock management before the half was horrid and mismanaged. What was the point of not taking any of the timeouts? There was only one second left. Well, it was fourth down. So if you don't, if you don't, if you take a timeout with twelve seconds or so, and you don't get it, you give the ball pretty much at midfield to them. Look, I understand the time management issues, but people got to remember. I I don't think we're a very good passing team, 
and I've yet to see us in a throw like a two minute drive. And I think I just don't think they trust throwing the football. That's just my personal opinion. Bell and Williston, ten of twelve, third and fourth down conversions by LSU is why they won. Third down defense is the worst in FBS. What adjustments can be made for the rest of the season to be better? Well, like Coach, he's going to draw up cover zero, and that, that's that's a good defense if you can get home. But uh, I love when two people play me cover zero. Throw a bunch of touchdowns, right, Coach? Well, if you have the protection. Right. Uh, I'm going to draw it up where one guy's going to come free unless they shift somebody into the backfield. Mm-hmm. I, I, you know, you can always rush one more than the other guys uh, if you want to. Uh but very, very few teams do. But the New York uh, Giants beat Green Bay over in England a couple of weeks ago, and they zero blitzed Aaron Rodgers and actually knocked down two passes in a row. And that's something you don't see often is those linemen getting their hands up, knocking the dang ball down. And it can happen if they think about it. So that's another little coaching tip I, I hope we'll start doing. Percy in Gainesville, Shane, you've been saying all year long, uh, defense stinks, front four is horrible. Uh, what did you see that others didn't? Well, we weren't great defensively last year, and it's the same personnel for the most part. And I just I didn't think we, we could put pressure on the quarterback with the guys we have out there. Caden in Lake City. Coach Heupel won your first year Coach of the Year award, mm-hmm. Steve. Uh, do you see him winning the SEC Coach of the Year award? He could. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right now he's the favorite for National Coach of the Year. There's no question. And uh, I think he's our Coach of the Week, obviously, also. Uh, I also heard uh, one of the guys up there say uh, they practice in the mornings up there. They go in from meet at 7.30 or whatever and practice from 9 to 10, 11, have classes in the afternoon. South Carolina does that also. Uh, but they say he's the first guy in there, and as the players are coming in, he shakes hands with every one of them and say, let's have a good day and, uh, and go from there. So he's, uh, he's a guy they all love. There's no question about that. And to be successful, uh, that's a big part of it. Trenton Port St. Lucie is, is Hooker the Heisman front runner now. I would think so. Definitely. Uh, I thought Bryce Young played his best game he's ever played as an Alabama player yeah. in a loss. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know we, we didn't see Ohio State, but that kid there is pretty good yeah. too. Uh, but yeah, he may be the front runner. Uh, mm-hmm. Millie Rose in Newberry did Kelly outcoach Napier. Oh, I, I don't know about that. I mean his his quarterback made unbelievable plays mm-hmm. in my opinion. His quarterback threw the ball better, and they caught the ball better than we thought they could. Put yeah. it that way. Gavin and Keystone Heights, uh, yes yeah. or no? Did the refs give Tennessee a break against Bama? Two, is college football changing to more of an offensive game? That's easy to answer. Yeah, the rules have changed dramatically. Yeah. I mean, um, the other question, I mean, I didn't see the entire game, but, you know, there should have been some roughing the passers on Bryce Young. They, had, they were spearing yeah. him in the head. They you missed, made that point last week. They coach. missed two uh, targeting on the quarterback, yeah, or roughing the passer. Could have easily been called. Uh, the one that was called on us was actually correct because uh, our, our our defensive player landed on him. If he had shifted to the side or just give him a shove, I don't think they'd call it. But you can't sack the guy and bury him in the ground. Great segue, Coach. We talked about this mm-hmm. yesterday, Shane. Anushka in Gainesville – Roughing the passer against Dexter was arbitrarily called and decided the game. Was it a bad call? We've already, three of us, no. That's mm-hmm. the rule now. Mm-hmm. Um, you, could, you could see on TV the ref didn't throw the flag until after the interception. Well, uh, well, it was it was clearly roughing the passer. Yes. If, if that had been on Anthony Richardson, the fans would have wanted the call as well. Mm-hmm. Evan and Gainesville, Gators ran the ball for three quarters, decided to open up at the fourth. Why not open it up earlier? I didn't see them open it I up. I didn't either. They, I'm not they sure continued what that means. They, they ran the football in the fourth quarter. The yeah. uh, second play of the game, we hit that, I think, the same pass we hit against Eastern Washington. Mm-hmm. And uh, I believe I'd call that one about five times a game because we're two for two right now. Uh, but, yeah, I, I'm a big believer. You ought to chunk it down there, you know, deep, well, at least five times a game if you can. Steven in Gainesville, uh, love the show, listen every week. Who do you predict to play in the SEC championship game? Oh, I goodness, it's hard to tell right now. I, I still, with, with Georgia getting uh, Tennessee at home, I think they win the game. Mm-hmm. You know, it's going to be interesting because I think Tennessee will lose to Georgia but will win out. 
you know, I think they they're somehow going to get in at eleven and one and not play for the SEC title. Yeah, you'd think the winner of uh, Georgia Tennessee would probably uh, represent the East, and then uh, Alabama, Ole Miss, maybe the winner of that game mm-hmm. possibly could be the Western uh, representative. I'm surprised nobody's done this earlier. Mike in Gainesville, coach, you've been in several Nissan Heisman commercials. Uh, when do you film that and where? What's the set like with all those Heisman winners together? Do you guys just talk about who had the best season? I guess when you were playing. Uh, no, not really. Uh, no, the, well, the, the guys from all ages, you know. Of course, yeah. Bryce Young is the uh, current college player, which is legal now. Of course, uh, Tebow is out there and, uh, uh, you know, some Barry Sanders. Uh, a, a bunch of guys were out there. But now we just, hey, how you doing, blah, blah, blah. We may talk about, uh, now you played in what year, and blah, 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 and talk about things like that. Actually, Barry Sanders was at Oklahoma State. I think his last year was 88. 88, right before yep. he came here. So, yeah, right. yeah, two years later they came to the swamp, yep. and uh, that was our first game. He wanted to know, uh, where do you film, and when do you film it, and where? Oh, they film it out in Pasadena, California. Uh, it was around July 15, 16, 17, right in there. And, uh, gosh, they have, I think somebody said, 150 people that work the sets there. Jeez. And, uh, and then all the Heisman guys, gosh, must have been 15 or so of us out there. Interesting question here, guys. <clears throat> Cam in the Villages. Mm-hmm. Who's better with the same players, Patrick Tony or Todd Grantham? <laughs> <laughs> well, we, you've talked about it many times. Grantham liked to blitz a lot. Tony's more sit back. Um but, I mean, it's not the exact same players. I feel like – I mean, they lost Zach Carter, who's playing in the NFL right now, and Kyrie Elam, who's playing in the NFL. Um, but it's pretty much the same players, and I, I don't know if any, any one of them is better than mm-hmm. the other. Yeah, I tell you what, I asked somebody the other day if they knew who the defensive coordinator was here. And a lot of people, because it's, it's never in the paper, and, and he's never interviewed, is he? No. Uh, so, you'd have to – I thought I knew we had a bunch of – co-offensive coordinator, co-defensive coordinator, co-head coach, assistant head coach, all that kind of stuff. So uh, uh, right now, uh, but Tony is the coordinator. Yeah, he is the coordinator. So his name is going to start getting out there, I guess. And Wyatt in Gainesville, the last one, he talks about LSU being classless, you know, with the band. I disagree. I'm a big band guy Mm -hmm. because I love the fight songs and the different tunes that they play. And I specifically was in the box with my binoculars watching their band director on the ladder. He stood there, and he basically waited till the end of, not till the exact end, but, you know, at the end of We Won't Back Down, it kind of fades away. And some people are still singing, some aren't. That's when they started playing the, whatever, Hold That Tiger or whatever it is. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I, I disagree with that mm-hmm. That. All right, 100%. Those, those are our questions of the week brought to you by Davis Chevrolet, your premier North Central Florida dealer of Chevrolet, Mazda, and Cadillac. You can send questions to questions at gatorshows.com. We'll break, come back, much more to come inside the Huddle ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. I'm tired of you living in pain, and I want you to get real lasting relief from chronic pain in your knees, back, shoulders, and hips. QC Kinetics can get you moving again with cutting-edge regenerative treatments with no drugs, no downtime, and no surgery. Stop putting it off. Call now and schedule your free consultation. Call QC Kinetics now in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages, 352-400-4550. 352-400-4550. Everybody out there listening has a great understanding of sports, and that means we all know that injuries are inevitable, and they can sometimes cause lots of stress in our lives. So that's why Titan MRI wants to make the process of finding out what's wrong as easy as possible. Their entire mindset is helping you get better, and they'll even have your scan read same day. Located right in the heart of Gainesville off of Newberry Road, access is awesome. No long walks from a parking garage. You can just walk right in and smile, knowing that Joe and the crew at Titan MRI are going to get you all fixed up. Where in Gainesville do you go for family fun? Dave and Buster's in Celebration Point, where they have the latest and greatest games, ultimate sports viewing, extraordinary food, and remarkable drinks. Plus, Dave and Buster's is the perfect place to watch all the Gator games. With more space, more screen, and food that leaves your taste buds feeling victorious and our gigantic screens, you're going to feel like a champion no matter how your team does. Dave and Buster's, eat and play, located in Celebration Point. 
been waiting for inventories to improve. Wait no more. Davis Gainesville Chevrolet has more new and used vehicles on the ground and more on the way. And now at Davis, you can drive most new Chevys with 0% financing with approved credit. How about a certified pre-owned Chevrolet? With a new, longer, six-year powertrain warranty. Or choose from hundreds of used vehicles in stock now. Your wait is over. Your new or pre-owned car or truck is here at Davis Gainesville Chevrolet North Main Street. And at GainesvilleChevy.com. Find new roads. Life is full of steps. We learn to take small steps and big steps. We take steps toward adventure to discover what's next. At South State, helping you take each step is what inspires us to keep moving forward so you can keep enjoying what's next in your life. This is banking at its best. This is banking forward. Come celebrate Tom Petty's birthday in Gainesville this October 20th, 21st, and 22nd at Parkwood Soundstage for three days of music and stories, 20 different acts, all playing Tom's biggest hits. The best part, it's free. Go to TomPettyWeekend.com to reserve your free ticket. Sponsored by Melvin Law and Visit Gainesville, Alachua County. From pylon to pylon, we are your home for all things football. 63 yard Listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. And now, more of Inside the Huddle with Shane Matthews, Steve Russell, and Steve Spurrier, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. Silverback Concrete knows you only have one chance to make a building that holds up to the highest standards, and that's why they're the number one choice. You stand on it, we stand by it. Silverback Concrete's got your back. Welcome back to Inside the Huddle. Let's do our Team of the Week, guys, brought to you by Dave & Buster's, where everyone's a winner. Dave & Buster's Eat, Play, located in Celebration Point. Team of the Week, Shane. Well, I mean, obviously people are going to pick Tennessee, but that's... I'm going to go with TCU. Mm-hmm. Yep. They stay undefeated. I I saw they won in overtime. I didn't get to see any of the game, but they beat a good Oklahoma State team and Horn Frogs. Yeah, Tennessee is the obvious one. Uh, After after them, uh, I might start giving some love to Mississippi. I mean, they play defense and they had three running backs that gained over 100 yards. So uh, they may be they may be tough when they play Alabama, whenever that is. But uh, uh, give Lane Kiffin and his guys a little credit. Yeah, I was going to take the obvious one, Tennessee. But, <laughs> Tennessee, um, yeah. And look, I know Gator fans hate to give credit to them, but mm-hmm. when you earn it, you deserve it. Mm-hmm. And thus far, they've earned it. Uh, let's do Coach of the Week, brought to you by Ruse Ogra State Farm Insurance. State Farm agent Ruse Ogra is your go-to agent in Gainesville and North Central Florida for the service you deserve at the price you want. Shane, I'll start with you, Coach of the Week. I'm going to go with Lane because I think that's the first time they've beaten Auburn since he's been there. Really? I think. I could be wrong on that. Yeah, well, uh, six years in a row, I yeah. think. Even before him. Yeah. yeah, before he got mm-hmm. there. And, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, they're playing better defensively. They still gave up 400 or 500 yards to Auburn. But mm-hmm. he he's um, – for a guy who I think sometimes coaches out of control – he seems a lot more in control this year, mm-hmm. and uh, boy, they can run the football. And they have, uh, you know, he carries his play sheet with him, and uh, Charlie Weiss Jr. Charlie Jr. is up top, and Charlie's firing the plays in. But every now and then, uh, Lane fires one in that he mm-hmm. wants too. So they, I heard him say they sort of do it together. But uh, uh, the guy up top fires it in first, and of course he can change it anytime he wants to because he's the head coach down there. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I, you know, I, it's hard to pick the same guy twice. I didn't think Illinois would beat Minnesota, uh, mm-hmm. and they did. And Bielema was what six and one? Yeah, I, I believe think. so. Yeah, he easily could be coach of the week. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. All right, we'll take a break. Come back. Much more to come inside the huddle. ESPN ninety eight one FM eight fifty AM WRUF. Silverback Concrete is a family-led team of heavy concrete specialists that builds commercial structures for contractors who expect unrivaled quality, including the head ball coach's restaurant, Spurrier's Gridiron Grill. 
You only have one chance to make a building that holds up to the highest standards through all kinds of weather. Visit silverbackconcrete.co to see why they're the number one choice in the southeast. You stand on it, we stand by it. Silverback Concrete's got your back. You might know that State Farm agent Ruz Agra has great service. He's your good neighbor after all, but did you know that State Farm has surprisingly good rates too? Yep, that's right. Along with good neighbor service, State Farm agent Ruz Agra has surprisingly great rates for everyone in Gainesville and North Central Florida. So call State Farm agent Ruz Agra at 352-240-1779 for your surprisingly great rates today. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Individual premiums will vary by customer. All applicants subject to State Farm underwriting requirements. Hi, I'm Coach Steve Spurrier, and I am a member of the Campus USA Credit Union. The Gator Nation has been counting on Campus USA Credit Union for over 80 years. Campus supports the Gators and our community. Campus membership is open to all UF students, faculty, staff, and alumni. Come see why over 100,000 members, like me, count on Campus USA Credit Union. So put some star power to work in your financial life. Visit CampusCU.com and join today. Hi, I'm the one they call James Bates, but my real name is Batesy. When I was your age, we never worried about being lit or glowing up or steez or anything like that. Uh Uh-uh. Only thing we ever cared about was being freaking radical. I mean, high-key rad AF. And TBH, that's what I look for when I need t-shirts, pens, cups, and koozies, and the like. I go to RadWearDesigns.com. If you're not using Radwear Designs for your t-shirts, pens, cups, and koozies, then your stuff is probably sus. Like basic, and that's no cap. All lowercase. Radwaredesigns.com. So how do you find an auto repair shop you can trust? Well, just ask a Gator because Auto ER is now a proud partner of the Florida Gators. From simple maintenance to tires to collision repair, Auto ER is the hospital for your car. And like the Gators, they strive to be the best with a 36-month, 36,000-mile warranty on work, complete digital vehicle inspection reports, courtesy transportation, and so much more. Auto ER, caring for the Gator Nation one car at a time. Visit theautoer.com. I'm tired of you living in pain, and I want you to get real lasting relief from chronic pain in your knees, back, shoulders, and hips. QC Kinetics can get you moving again with cutting-edge regenerative treatments with no drugs, no downtime, and no surgery. Stop putting it off. Call now and schedule your free consultation. Call QC Kinetics now in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages. 352-400-4550. We are proud to be your home for Gator Soccer. Spins and fires! Gators on top! You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Inside the huddle with Shane Matthews, Steve Russell, and Steve Spurrier continues right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. At Titan MRI, you'll visit the only locally owned and operated MRI imaging center in town. Call them up. Start feeling better today. That's TitanMRI.com. If you've got joint pain in your knees, shoulders, hip, or back that won't go away, you need to check out QC Kinetics for long-lasting relief, not surgery, drugs, or downtime. Schedule your free consultation at QC Kinetics, 352-400-4550. Call today, QC Kinetics, 352-400-4550. Welcome back to Inside the Huddle. Okay, we got a little time here. We cleared out. So if you want to get a call in on the uh, Campus USA phone line, talk to the guys here, 392-8255. In the meantime, we'll do our top four teams brought to you by Radware Designs. Radware is a family-owned business that prides itself in excellent customer service while providing quality and affordable promotional products and customized apparel. Top four, Shane. I still have Georgia at one. I put Tennessee at two, Ohio State three. And as much as I hate it, I got Michigan. Um, I mean, they just pummeled Penn mm-hmm. State, so they'll be my fourth team. Yeah, I put uh, Tennessee all the way up to the top because if we do the polls, say, after the first five weeks of the season, Tennessee would have to be number one. But since they started outside the top 25, <laughs> they're easing their way up. They're in the top four in everybody's. Uh, but if it was just – Hey, let's just all start even. Uh, Tennessee's beat four teams that have been ranked. Ohio State, I don't think, has beat a team with a winning record, somebody said. 
Uh, but they're up there. Georgia uh, stymied a little bit against Missouri, so I, I put them at the number number two there. And I put Ole Miss and Clemson in there, and Michigan and TCU. I mean, you got to put them all in there. All all these six deserve to be in there. If I had to go four and only four, um, I would still go Georgia one until somebody beats them. I would go Tennessee two. I'll go Ohio State three, and probably Clemson. They've played some pretty good teams and beaten them. Yeah. And that's all you're asked to do. You don't have to be, you know, you don't have to beat them by fifty. You got to win. I think Clemson's that one team that is going to screw everything up. That won't allow the uh, more than two or th- you know we could get three teams from the SEC in. But that scenario we talked about earlier. Yeah. But with Clemson and then Ohio State, if one of or Michigan, if one of those goes undefeated, that kind of screw the whole thing up. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you really quickly here because we're getting ahead of ourselves. But Tennessee is going to play Georgia. Georgia, we all know, is pretty darn good on defense, and we all know Tennessee is pretty darn good on offense. I still think it's going to take a lot of points for Georgia to win that because Tennessee's not very good defensively. Do you see that still being a high-scoring game despite the fact Georgia's pretty good on defense? Yes, Yes, I don't think it's going to be high-scoring as what you saw against Alabama. I think Kirby uh, will look and see what Alabama did. It's the same defense, they you know, same scheme. So, obviously – Tennessee had a lot of success. So does Kirby attack them mm-hmm. differently? Um, games in Athens, mm-hmm. I, I think I, right now I think Georgia will win the game. It will be, you know, a 35-30 type game, I believe. Mm-hmm. No, I think they can score against anybody. In 1996, when we played Alabama for the SEC championship, they came into the game number one in the nation in pass defense, number one in scoring defense. Danny Warfel threw six touchdown passes, and we scored 45. Tennessee can score against anybody. Alabama, first time they ever gave up 52, or Saban, first time he's ever done it. So they can score against anybody. If, if Georgia beats them, I think they got to stay on the field, limit Tennessee's possessions a bit. Uh, if they can do that, then, then I think Georgia's got a good chance to beat them. Coach, I, I'm glad you said that because mm-hmm. I think – the best way to beat a team like that is keep their offense off the field, mm-hmm. and they can run the ball. Yeah. So if they and then they got to score six though. Yeah. You can't, I mean, you can't and, kick field goals. And Georgia throw on them too because yeah. Tennessee secondary is terrible. <laughs> that's, that's true. All right, time for you, Coach Chalk Talk. Brought to you by Meldon Law with 50 years of experience. The only injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators. Meldon Law won't back down. Okay, I'm going to uh, draw up a defense here that is guaranteed to either stop the other team. Or they'll throw a touchdown pass, maybe. <laughs> and that, that's called the zero blitz. Now, uh, a lot of teams do this, but they don't do it the right way. Here, here's how you have to do it. Uh, you got to put, uh, right now I've got uh, four wide receivers in here. And, uh, uh, you know, four, four DBs, and you got seven guys on the line of scrimmage. All right, they, they've only got six blockers. So somebody's going to come free. And when the ball snapped... Uh, this guy's screaming at the quarterback as fast as he can. This guy's screaming. The running back can block one of them. He can't block both of them. And these guys all got a guy in front of them. All right, so what these guys are doing, they're rushing into their guy. But they're not, they're not going to let the quarterback run up the middle like so many of them do nowadays. And they're going to try to knock down pass. Now, obviously, this guy, uh, he's going to run the quick slant against the blitz. That's what they're trying to hit and, and, and so forth. So these guys are, are taught to get your hands up. Uh, when the Giants beat Green Bay over in England, uh, this guy right here knocked down a pass on Aaron Rodgers, and another guy knocked one down over here. So the ball never even got thrown in the end zone, and, uh, and they end up winning that game. But by doing this, I hope the Gators will do this just occasionally. Uh, by doing this, you're either going to get a stop or, you know, if the guy gets beat deep, he can still throw a touchdown. But at least you got a chance for a stop, and uh, and they're not going to stay on the field all the time. That's what's hurting us now is they keep making all those third downs. So we'd be better off. Let me see if you can throw a touchdown, or we can stop you because we got a pretty good offense that can I think can go score. You know, with with most of these guys anyway. But uh, zero blitz. Uh, I hope we do that. And uh, you know, I was telling you earlier uh, when I was coaching at Duke. Uh, we we lost to Virginia by the score of 49 to 28. They never punted. 
they never punted. We couldn't force a punt. So we came back, we changed our whole defense. We went to eight, nine man front. Safety, this guy was our second leading tackler. He was safety. He, we snuck him in here, played bump and run. Uh, now people were in the I formation back then, and it, it was a little easier. But we made some stops. We forced three or four punts a game, and we had a heck of a good offense, and that's how we won the ACC. And that's how I got the job here, Steve. If we don't change defenses, I've never been the Florida coach. That's interesting. How about that? That's interesting. Now, coach, in that in that defense, is it sort of risk reward when you when you run oh, that? Oh yeah, oh yeah. That, I mean, he could, if this guy can't cover him, he can throw a touchdown there if he hits him dead. But he may he may throw incomplete. Hey, we got to stop. We got a third down stop. <laughs> we got to take some chances on doing that because the other team is running off six seven minutes uh, every possession because they're making all those third downs. So this will this will give us a chance anyway. Okay. Mm -hmm. Again, it's Chalk Talk brought to you by Meldon Law, Campus USA phone line Porter. Hello. Hey, Coach Steve uh, Jane. Thanks for taking my call, um, Coach. You were talking earlier about the the, the, the voting and because uh, Tennessee started lower. I've, I've never actually gotten a good answer to this. When but you you were you were a voter, I don't know if you still are. Do they ever give instruction on what you're supposed to be voting on? Is it? I'm just kind of curious. Is there, or is it left up to the voter? Because I think some voters are voting on who they think at the end of the year is going to be the best. Others are voting on who, what they've seen on the field. And I, you, you made the point of at the beginning of the year, you always wanted to vote vote for Duke, and I have no problem with that. I was just curious. Is there any instruction when you're a voter saying this is what you're supposed to do? Uh, no, not really. Not really. The coaches. Uh, my uh, administrative assistant, Jamie Sproner, should usually uh, fill it in. We'd go over together, and he said, you want to make any changes here, there, or the other? And I said, yeah, let's put him over here and him, that, that team over there and so forth. But I can assure you the coaches poll, they don't spend a lot of time trying to figure out who's number one or number two <laughs> at all. Uh, the AP guys, they, they may spend some time. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, really it's just uh, something to talk about during the season. Uh, although it's pretty neat to say, hey, we were in the top ten, you know, a whole bunch of weeks and all that kind of stuff. But uh, it's it's just something to talk about right now. Okay, I was on, I was curious about that. Um, and uh, everybody's talking about clock management um, on our end, and it happens everywhere. I don't know if uh, you have to catch the end of the Tennessee uh, Alabama game, but I think uh, Saban did a poor job of coaching clock management. At the end of the game, they had first down at the 32, I think, and they had about 35 seconds on the clock and two timeouts left. I would have expected uh, a, a couple of setting up, running, set up the play, and no matter what, the last play of a regulation to be a field goal to either win um, or go to overtime. And instead, they, they tried to pass and took a sack and ended up having a longer field goal and, and uh, you know leaving time for Tennessee. So yeah, that was uh, that was uh, a mistake uh, that you look back and say, man, we should have run the ball at least once and. Uh, they didn't. I think Alabama threw the ball twice and then tried that long field goal. You know, the kid, he, he hit it well, but it started right, and then uh, that was it. And then, uh, but two great catches by the Tennessee guys. What, 15 seconds? They went about 45 yards or so. Uh, that was uh, that, that was impressive, the catches those uh, receivers made. Porter, thank you for your call. Appreciate it. Dan, hello. Hello, John. How are you? All right. Mm -hmm. Coach Spurrier, when I was a little boy, you uh, signed football for me when you were on 17th Street there. You remember uh, living there? You remember that? Yeah, yeah. Right off uh, University <laughs> Avenue there, right? Yeah. Yeah, I was a little boy, and a kid I used to play with said, you want to see Spurrier's autograph? And I said, yeah. And we went over there, and your wife answered the door, and you signed hey. a football for me. It was pretty nice. Oh, yeah. Coach, I got a question for you. Um, we keep hearing the the – mantra especially on this show the inexperience of our starting quarterback i just want to know if you agree with that and if there is a way you could if we can quantify when was is he going to stop being an inexperienced quarterback now shane you said yesterday everyone is enamored with the potential and I, you said i don't know if the potential will ever become a reality well, you remember saying that yeah i mean i i yeah. I've said that I didn't think Anthony would ever be a great thrower of the football because I've yeah. I've seen him since high school, coached against him in high school. Yeah. Um, but he has the potential. He has the arm strength. He has all the all the things that the NFL boys look for, except accuracy, accuracy. decision making, and those type of things. 
I don't know okay. if it'll ever happen. But okay, you know, Dan, I'll, what's your question? We got to do this quick. I just want to know, Coach, do you agree with that? And if you agree with that, then do you think that it's time for a change of that position? Oh no, I don't think it's time for a change. Uh, uh, just keep coaching the heck out of him. Keep working on his fundamentals. Uh, throw a lot of balls all day, every day, short, medium, long. Uh, just keep firing away, and hopefully practice uh, makes perfect. He'll get better through a lot of practice. Dan, appreciate your call. Thank you. Daryl, going to be quick. Go ahead. Hey, Coach. Uh, back after the 96 game in Tallahassee, when you went to the shotgun, what was your reason why not implementing the shotgun you know, offense you ran at Florida before then? Oh, probably a little bit of stupidity, but on the other side, uh, hey, we were beating everybody without going to the shotgun, you know what I mean? Uh, in uh, 95 and 96, we were 18-0 and 0 in the SEC games. Uh, we lost that one to FSU up there, and then we lost to Nebraska. Uh, and obviously, we needed the shotgun in both those games. So after, uh, yeah, after we lost up there, uh, we put it in before the – uh, SEC championship game against Alabama, and that's when Danny threw for six TDs and about 401 yards, I think. So, yeah, we should have done it sooner. Okay, thanks, Coach. Thank you, Daryl. Appreciate the call. We'll take a break. Come back inside the Huddle ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Everybody out there listening has a great understanding of sports, and that means we all know that injuries are inevitable, and they can sometimes cause lots of stress in our lives. So that's why Titan MRI wants to make the process of finding out what's wrong as easy as possible. Their entire mindset is helping you get better, and they'll even have your scan read same day. Located right in the heart of Gainesville off of Newberry Road, access is awesome. No long walks from a parking garage. You can just walk right in and smile, knowing that Joe and the crew at Titan MRI are going to get you all fixed. Hi, I'm the one they call James Bates, but my real name is Batesy. When I was your age, we never worried about being lit or glowing up or steez or anything like that. Uh Uh-uh. Only thing we ever cared about was being freaking radical. I mean, high-key rad AF. And TBH, that's what I look for when I need t-shirts, pens, cups, and koozies, and the like. I go to RadWearDesigns.com. If you're not using Radware Designs for your t-shirts, pens, cups, and koozies, then your stuff is probably sus. Like basic, and that's no cap. All lowercase. RadWearDesigns.com. Where in Gainesville do you go for family fun? Dave and Buster's in Celebration Point, where they have the latest and greatest games, ultimate sports viewing, extraordinary food, and remarkable drinks. Plus, Dave and Buster's is the perfect place to watch all the Gator games. With more space, more screen, and food that leaves your taste buds feeling victorious and our gigantic screens, you're going to feel like a champion no matter how your team does. Dave and Buster's, eat and play, located in Celebration Point. Hi, I'm Coach Steve Spurrier, and I am a member of the Campus USA Credit Union. The Gator Nation has been counting on Campus USA Credit Union for over 80 years. Campus supports the Gators and our community. Campus membership is open to all UF students, faculty, staff, and alumni. Come see why over 100,000 members, like me, count on Campus USA Credit Union. So put some star power to work in your financial life. Visit CampusCU.com and join today. So how do you find an auto repair shop you can trust? Well, just ask a Gator, because Auto ER is now a proud partner of the Florida Gators. From simple maintenance to tires to collision repair, Auto ER is the hospital for your car. And like the Gators, they strive to be the best with a 36-month, 36,000-mile warranty on work, complete digital vehicle inspection reports, courtesy transportation, and so much more. Auto ER, caring for the Gator Nation one car at a time. Visit theautoer.com. Want to live healthier and feel stronger? Then take it from me, Drew Brees. Assisted stretch is a real game changer. As the founder of the stretch category, Stretch Zone continues to be a leader with their proprietary stretch methods and patented stabilization system. You're in the hands of trained practitioners who focus on your safety, comfort, and enjoyment. Be the change you want. Book your free stretch today at StretchZone.com. Stretch Zone, located on 3832 West Newberry Road next to Regal Cinema in Plaza Royale. From athlete activism to athletic achievements, we have you covered. Your home for every important sports story. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators.
And now, more of Inside the Huddle with Shane Matthews, Steve Russell, and Steve Spurrier, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. Silverback Concrete is a family-led team of heavy concrete specialists that build commercial structures with unrivaled quality. Welcome back to Inside the Huddle. Time now for our games to look for. Brought to you by South State Bank. At South State Bank, we understand that small businesses need a community business partner they can rely on. South State Bank, banking forward member FDIC. All right, here we go with some of the games, guys. You wouldn't have thought this at the start of the year, but Syracuse-Clemson, two unbeaten teams. Yeah, I mean, give Dino Baber credit in the orange. I, I don't see them beating Sir, uh, excuse me, Clemson in Death Valley, but anything can happen. Yeah, Syracuse plays them tough. There was something about, for some reason, Clemson has trouble with Syracuse, but it's at Death Valley. They've won 38 or 9 in a row there. I think they'll beat Syracuse. Ole Miss, LSU. Now, these two teams don't like each other. Uh, It's in in, uh, Baton Rouge, I believe. It is. You know, how does LSU respond after winning a game that probably people thought they shouldn't have won? Um, but, boy, it's a huge game for the mm-hmm. Ole Miss football program. Coach? Yeah, yeah that, that is a good game. Well, if LSU plays like they played here, uh, then obviously we would pick Ole Miss. Uh, but Ole Miss may be de- due for a bad day. Who knows? Uh, but I'd still sort of think Ole Miss could maybe do it. LSU's minus one and a half. That's how tight this game is. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if Daniels – Plays the way he did. Oh, they'll win. They'll win. Yeah. I mean, he 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 made unbelievable throws all night long. UCLA, Oregon. Oh, this is a huge game out there. Oregon. Uh, do they sit at one loss? Yep, just five to, and one. Just to Georgia. So I guess they're not out of the hunt when it comes to mm-hmm. the fourteen playoff if they run the table. Uh, yeah, this is a big big game. Chip Kelly's got them rolling, but I, with it being in Eugene, I bet the Ducks win. The Kelly bubble bursts here. Yeah, you could be right since it's at Oregon. Uh, there's a good chance they could win that one. Mississippi State, Alabama. Oh, I mean, I love Mississippi State's team. They let me down last week, and you <laughs> you were hoping they would beat Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, practice in Tuscaloosa ain't gonna be much fun this week. Uh, yeah, Alabama definitely be favored in this game to win it. Uh, Mississippi State uh, played so well against uh, who was it? They, uh, Texas Arkansas A&M, Texas Arkansas. A&M, and Arkansas. They got a lot of publicity. Kentucky looked terrible against South Carolina, and I mean terrible. Uh, they didn't have much effort. Uh, their quarterback was out, but <laughs> Mississippi State got a different Kentucky team, and that's why Kentucky thoroughly beat them. So uh, maybe Mississippi State can get it back together. Hope so. And two top 25 teams, Kansas State and TCU. Mm. What is Kansas State's record, Steve? They are 5-1. and one. Okay. Well, it's a huge game in their conference then. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. Where is the game being played? At uh, TCU. Man, it seems like they play every game at home. Doesn't it? Yeah. Uh, I'll, st- I'll go with Sonny Dykes and the Horned Frogs. Yeah, I'll, I'll say they stay undefeated. They uh, beat Oklahoma State, what, two overtimes, I think, last week. So maybe this is the year for TCU. Yeah. Uh, i tell you what. Uh, and it, it's funny, they got rid of a long-time coach, and they're you know, playing pretty well. We'll take a break, come back. We'll wrap up today's Inside the Huddle, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Silverback Concrete is a family-led team of heavy concrete specialists that builds commercial structures for contractors who expect unrivaled quality, including the head ball coach's restaurant, Spurrier's Gridiron Grill. You only have one chance to make a building that holds up to the highest standards through all kinds of weather. Visit silverbackconcrete.co to see why they're the number one choice in the southeast. You stand on it, we stand by it. Silverback Concrete's got your back. If you've been waiting for inventories to improve, wait no more. Davis Gainesville Chevrolet has more new and used vehicles on the ground and more on the way. And now at Davis, you can drive most new Chevys with 0% financing with approved credit. How about a certified pre-owned Chevrolet? With a new, longer, six-year powertrain warranty. Or choose from hundreds of used vehicles in stock now. Your wait is over. Your new or pre-owned car or truck is here at Davis Gainesville Chevrolet North Main Street. And at GainesvilleChevy.com. Find new roads. You might know that State Farm agent Ruz Agra has great service. He's your good neighbor after all, but did you know that State Farm has surprisingly good rates too? 
Yep, that's right. Along with good neighbor service, State Farm agent Ruz Agra has surprisingly great rates for everyone in Gainesville and North Central Florida. So call State Farm agent Ruz Agra at 352-240-1779 for your surprisingly great rates today. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Individual premiums will vary by customer. All applicants subject to State Farm underwriting requirements. Come celebrate Tom Petty's birthday in Gainesville this October 20th, 21st, and 22nd at Parkwood Soundstage for three days of music and stories, 20 different acts, all playing Tom's biggest hits. The best part? It's free. Go to TomPettyWeekend.com to reserve your free ticket. Sponsored by Meldon Law and Visit Gainesville, Alachua County. Life is full of steps. We learn to take small steps and big steps. We take steps toward adventure to discover what's next. At South State, helping you take each step is what inspires us to keep moving forward so you can keep enjoying what's next in your life. This is banking at its best. This is banking forward. I'm tired of you living in pain, and I want you to get real lasting relief from chronic pain in your knees, back, shoulders, and hips. QC Kinetics can get you moving again with cutting-edge regenerative treatments with no drugs, no downtime, and no surgery. Stop putting it off. Call now and schedule your free consultation. Call QC Kinetics now in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages. 352-400-4550. Follow ESPN Gainesville on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Stay up to date with the latest information, interviews, stories, contests, and events. We are 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Inside the Huddle with Shane Matthews, Steve Russell, and Steve Spurrier continues right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. At Titan MRI, no insurance is no problem. And Titan MRI has the same-day scheduling available. Call them up. Start feeling better today. That's TitanMRI.com. If you got joint pain in your shoulders, knees, hip, or back that won't go away, you need to check out QC Kinetics for long-lasting relief. No surgery, drugs, or downtime. Schedule your free consultation at QC Kinetics, 352-400-4550. All right, we wrap up our Inside the Huddle today with Spurrier Stories, brought to you by Auto ER. From simple maintenance to tires to collision repair, Auto ER, the hospital for your car, and now the official partner of the Florida Gators. Coach, when there was an opening week, did you try to get away from football for a while? Uh, yeah, we encouraged the guys to take a little break. Uh, I think we'd practice a little bit on Thursday, and they were free actually to skip class on Friday <laughs> if they wanted to take off Thursday night, right, Shane? That's right. Uh, we, we told the guys now, if you're close on your class attendance, you got to go. Uh, I think they gave like two or three absences, or else you're going to miss the game. Ike Hilliard missed the Georgia game in 96 because he had too many class attendance misses. A lot of people don't know that that's the way it used to be around here. Yep. And it never would happen now. But anyway, <laughs> uh, yeah, we'd go to the beach. Uh, we'd usually go Friday afternoon, something like that. Uh, occasionally I'd play golf at Marsh Creek or uh, somewhere over there, and then come back Sunday afternoon. And, uh, Come in early Monday morning and start getting ready for the opponent that week, and away we went. I, I think there's a lot of merit in getting away and then coming back and start grinding after that. Uh, some people like to grind all weekend, all day, all night. Uh, that never was uh, important to winning to me that much. Now, you got to do your preparation homework. Don't get me wrong, uh, but I, I think you can have overkill also. And our last 30 seconds here, does it help – coming off a loss to play a rival to get you back oh gosh i don't know steve i don't know if i've ever been in that situation. yeah you haven't yeah you weren't yeah. in that very very often yeah. so yeah well the week uh south carolina beat number one alabama we had an open date before we played those guys i went to the beach like always uh, and came back uh but it was interesting uh that year uh, Alabama's schedule, they had six teams that had an open date before they played Alabama. I, I know they mentioned that uh, in regard to their schedule. But uh, anyway, uh, that was uh, 
that was just a special game where we played extremely well. But we played believing we had a chance to beat them. you got, you got to believe we can beat these guys if we really play well. And uh, if you do that, then obviously you got a good chance. Back next week as we'll preview Florida and Georgia as the Gators now in the bye week. That's our Inside the Huddle for today. Thanks to Sam Potosa for producing. Thanks to the Gator QB, Shane Matthews, the head ball coach, Steve Spurrier. I'm Steve Russell. Sports scene is next, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And where do Gator fans gather before, during, and after Gator football games? Easy. The Social at Midtown. The Social at Midtown is Gainesville's favorite restaurant and rooftop bar and is located right across from Ben Hill Griffin Stadium. Stop in before the game for a few drinks and a bite to eat and then walk to the stadium. After the game, stroll directly across University Avenue and party all night long. And if you don't have tickets to the game, The Social has 60 huge flat screen TVs. So you won't miss one second of the action. You'll even be able to hear the roar of the crowd from The Social's rooftop bar. But you don't need to wait for a Gator game to head to The Social. They open for lunch at 11 o'clock every day of the week. Follow them on social media or check out thesocialgnv.com for daily specials, including their famous all-day happy hour every Sunday. It's time to get social at The Social at Midtown.